Welcome again to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. I'm your host, Darren Long, and with me today, as always, Jeremy Wiseman, Vice President of Guildhall Wealth Management. And on today's show, a lot to do about gold, silver, natural fancy color diamonds. Of course, if you're a listener, you already knew this. For those that are new, we welcome you to the show, and congratulations to those that made their first purchases this week. Welcome to the fold. We're glad to have you aboard as a client with Guildhall Wealth Management. And uh, as always, before the show gets started, I will remind our listeners and those that are already clients, we are not your financial planners, nor are we your advisors. We are experts in the area and logistics of physical gold, silver, and natural fancy colored diamonds. And as always, previous performance of gold silver natural fancy colored diamonds does not guarantee future performance so please we always implore you to do your due diligence before you make a purchase here with Guildhall. if you need to speak with those that you trust the individuals in your life uh, that are helping you manage your wealth then please do so but be educated it's what we preach it's part of our mission we want to make you as educated as possible in doing so let's start right away by tackling a little bit about this week and what was transpiring in the show and one of the things we're going to discuss throughout today's show is the idea of what are people thinking about for 2019 what are people's predictions what are experts saying about gold silver what could potentially happen now it's an interesting week to say the least because if you were reading the headlines you might have noticed that our uh our, our well canada's good friend and former head of the central bank in canada mark carney had a few words to say about uh from his perch high in the uh, hilltops of the uh, land overseas as he is now the head of the Bank of England and he was talking about a very significant change in currency direction and this kind of ties in with what we're going to be talking about in the first segment Jeremy he talked about the possibility and there is a quote here I brought in our uh, an article as did you I see uh, about the possibility of the Chinese currencies taking over as the reserve currency of the world a scary thought and a lot said in one small discussion about the marketplace, but nonetheless picked up on by many analysts around the world. Your thoughts on that particular topic? Yeah, I think, um, well, let's just quickly read the quote. He, he said, um, this was uh, quoted through Reuters, that as the world reorders, this disconnect between the real and financial is likely to reduce. And in the process, other reserve currencies may emerge. In the first instance, I would expect these will be existing national currencies, such as the RMB, Carney said, referring to the Chinese currency. There is a lot packed into a small little quote, and uh, the article that we're going to put in this week's newsletter kind of breaks it down. It takes like a full page to break down a one simple quote. But I think where we want to focus in on is this idea of the disconnect between the real and financial. This idea, and I think he's implying it here, is that the RMB does have gold backing. Uh, there's another uh, headline that we have this year, uh, this week, which is that uh, China added gold for the first time since to their reserves for the first time since October 2016. But the idea is that they have the the ability to back a currency, and uh, and the U.S. dollar. We don't know if they have the gold to back their dollar or to, to give more credibility to their dollar, let's say. So I think this idea that financial being derivatives, debt, 
all of these money printing, all of these type of things. It's all just paper. At the end of the day, you need something that's going to give credibility and perhaps the RMB has the ability to do that. One eight seven seven eight silver guildhallwealth.com is the website. That's the first time I've given the number in the website in this show, but we will do it frequently throughout the show. And uh, that is where you can get connected and get signed up for the free newsletter that will include this article we are discussing uh, today on this show and ultimately get educated, get on that list, get the free investor kit. It's so crucial for you to have that in your hands to make the right decision to see if this is for you and for your family. And as always, we believe in one thing, and that's physical products. So note that when we discuss these markets, our interest is in what is happening in the physical markets. Although these reports and these articles do pertain to the markets at large, we only deal in the physical gold and silver realm. So Jeremy, as we're talking here and discussing this, I can't help but delve into that article just a bit more because I find what's interesting about that, not only what you said in the quote earlier, but the fact that they go on to say, and in fact, highlight in bold, an interesting quote, which is, as the world reorders, this disconnect between the real and financial is likely to reduce. And what they're saying in this article, if you listen to that over and over again, is essentially that he's acknowledging that there's a disconnect, that there has been a lot of information swept under the rug that has prevented the true outcomes of a natural and free marketplace. Now, to what extent that impacts gold and silver, one can only look towards analysis of all these people that we follow and get an idea. But from that end, it's important to say, what are the themes of 2019? What are the analysts saying will be the outcomes for gold and silver prices? Now, in terms of looking as an outlook for 2019, we've already stated on many occasions, we believe 2019 will be a good year. It's a tide turning year. It's a type of year where we've said in previous shows, you know, the bull market in stocks is ending and we're getting uh, gold and silver starting a big bull trend again. And they may well have been inside of a big, huge market like that. But some analysts will even go as far to say that gold and silver remain a very good hedge, a way to protect yourself in these monetary markets. And one of them that is making a strong case for this is uh, Mark O'Byrne from Goldcore. He gives weekly market updates, which we get here in office. And although Goldcore is a company that does, uh, among other things, mining projects, he is talking about how gold is a, in quotes, valuable strategic asset. And that comes also from the World Gold Council. He's saying that in 2019, Financial market will witness a ton of instability. Monetary policy in the U.S. dollar will be frontline and that there will be structural economic reforms, all of which he believes has gold pegged as a fantastic way to have an increasing relevance and role to play in investors' portfolios. This is what he said, Jeremy, and this is a very interesting point to make, but he's not the only one talking about what 2019 holds for gold. He's also seeing a lot more here too. Well, he was actually interviewed on IGUK, and uh, he was saying that gold could return as much as 25% in 2019. Now, we're going through the outlook of 2019. We're not in the business of making predictions, but we are in the business of being prepared. 
and the credit cycle is has been moving for quite some time. Uh, the cycle of prosperity has been moving up quite some time, and I think it's important that people do think a little bit more defensively. You know, you think about any game that that you want to play with sports, and there's always a defense component. And I think that having a stock market that's moved up for a very long time, that it's time to start thinking about, you know, everyone's talking, actually, speaking of sports, Darren, aren't they all just saying, oh, we're in the eighth inning, we're in the 10th the inning, the ninth inning, uh, but we don't know how many innings this game could have. It could have 13 innings. We don't know exactly. But what we do know is that when it comes to the precious metals market, that we are in the beginning stages or the, the early innings. And so this would be a, a good timing-wise to perhaps be considering the, the addition of, of precious metals in your portfolio. Darren, we have probably 10, 15 uh, different analysts in the market giving outlooks on where they see the price of uh, precious metals headed and under what circumstances it could be moving much, much higher that we can get into throughout the show. Before we do that, I will make it very clear, although we will be biased towards our beliefs because we support the notion that it is a good purchase to make for you to own and hold long term as an insurance policy for all the reasons that we talk about on every week's show. It's not to suggest that other people are saying that gold and silver won't go higher. There are lots out there that have been uh, proponents of supportive uh, in support of the marketplace having kind of a, a second win, so to speak. But we know that historically, this A has not happened in a very long time, close to your pushing 67 years since a double uh, or a repeat of, of a stretch of years that have been exciting for stock market investors repeats itself again before there's recession. Right. It hasn't happened in a long time. But um, I don't want to say to our listeners that there isn't another opinion. It's just that gold and silver get so marginalized in the real world that we have to have a voice. We have to come together and fight for what we believe is the right thing for people to do. And again, reminding people, we're not your advisors, we're not your planners, but gold and silver makes so much sense. Let's talk about what these people are saying and why. You've already spoke about uh, Goldcore and Mark O'Byrne. And again, there is another here from Eric Dubin. He was interviewed by uh, Dr. Dave Janda on Operation Freedom, another good spot to go to listen uh, for market updates. Gold, and I quote, gold is going to rip past 1400 US this year as major long-term cycles have finally turned. Now, he's not the only person saying that. Chris Vermeulen of the Technical Traders, gold hits our 1300 cannot be underestimated. And what comes next for gold? He says their next upside price target is near 1500 US, okay? And, and there, we have a whole bunch more we're going to talk about after the break. Sure. And, uh, you know, you're right, Darren. At the end of the day, not a lot of people are going to put a, a spotlight on the precious metals and look at the fundamentals and help people understand what value there is in the precious metal sector, which is, of course, why we our listeners tune in to us. In fact, this week I had, a, had one of our, our clients and a longtime listener tell us that we're too easy on the market, that we should be a lot more negative in terms of the outlook because and when you see the reasons in the next segment of why all of these analysts are calling for higher prices, um, and again, they're not predicting a specific price at a sp specific time. This is more about being prepared uh, against what headwinds are coming in the economy and what headwinds could be uh, potentially against the precious metals markets as well. So we'll, we'll look at the whole outlook in the next segment.
All right, one eight seven seven eight silver is the number to call. Guildhallwealth.com is the website you want to go to. There you can find out more information. Get yourself an investor package to find out how to purchase and own physical gold or silver. There are lots of ways to do it, and we try to make it as easy as possible. In the second segment, we're going to talk about choosing the right depository. We're going to talk about an article in which Fitch has something to say about the U.S. credit rating. We are going to also spend some time talking about additional beliefs of what 2019 is going to hold. What are people saying about 2019 and why gold continues to be viewed as a strategic, valuable asset. That and much, much more on The Real Money Show. And you are listening with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. I'm Darren Long, your host. I also work with Guildhall Wealth Management. And beside me, today's table is Jeremy Wiseman, Vice President of Guildhall Wealth Management. And uh, Jeremy, I think it bears repeating prior to getting to this segment that this is a show about physical precious metals, the logistics, how to own it, how to help people purchase it or sell that product, and also discussion about natural fancy colored diamonds. We are not your financial planners or advisors, and I want to remind folks of that, that despite the fact you have convicted yourself to the idea of buying and owning precious metals, educate yourself. It's our mission to help you do that. We want to direct you to guildhallwealth.com. There you will find out that you can go online through our e-store. It's a very simple process. You can view product to see what it looks like, get a sense of cost and what you're willing to spend and your budget might be. In essence, educate yourself about your potential purchase and we will help guide you through that. We'll help set you up with an account. It's very easy to do, but in addition to that, throughout this segment, and uh, really before we get there, we are going to touch base on storage options and talk a little bit about our depository and why we believe it's so world-class and what makes the difference between something that's world-class versus what you might come across every given day of the week. Uh, but on the topic of predictions, Jeremy, there's more to discuss. There is a lot more being said right now and the outlook it's the outlook for 2019 that we're concerned with. Now, we've talked about Marco Byrne. We've talked about Eric Dubin and Christopher Mullen, a couple of the ones that we follow on a regular basis. But there are many, more, many, many more. Lior Gantz, explosive upside potential, he's saying, for gold and silver. And the situation in both technically has improved dramatically as of the month of December. Now, there's a big one after this because, of course, Keith Newmeyer is somebody we've had on this very show. Yeah, and in a recent interview, he believes the next gold and silver move up is going to eclipse the run that we saw back in 2010, 2011. Now, Darren, as we're going through all of these different analysts and experts in the precious metals field, I think it's important to mention that basically, um, you know, when you look at the what what these analysts are looking at a lot of the time is that the idea that if the U.S. dollar starts to to go down, and it looks like it is doing that, that that is what is going to help push the metals higher. So if you're seeing strength in the U.S. dollar, uh, that's going to be a headwind for the precious metals. But uh, obviously, given the equity markets um, and the credit crisis that we could be headed into, uh, this would be something that could put wind in the sails of the precious metal market. So Keith Newmeyer, he's looking at it, and he's saying, look, markets are cyclical. 
We know that the, the mining sector is opposite to the equity sector, and it looks like these markets are starting to, to move. Uh, the cycles are starting to move, which is something, Darren, you mentioned, I think, either last week or the week before, this idea of cycles. Now The clock. Exactly. Now, Chris Martinson of Peak Prosperity basically is saying that 2019 is the beginning of the end in terms of that cycle. So uh, look for precious metals to move up in, in that regard of the, the cycle of precious metals moving as as the credit cycle crunches. One eight seven seven eight silver guildhallwealth.com is the website. Now on the topic of 2019 being the beginning of the end, our good friend Jim Rickards, who we have read extensively over the years, never had him on our show, love to have him if he is listening by any chance uh, to The Real Money Show, but he's saying 2019 in an article I got from the Silver Doctors website, 2019 headwinds are getting stronger, and Jim says to have safe haven in gold because... The uncertainty that reigns the world right now isn't going away anytime soon. And he says, here's why. And I quote from this article, which is a very, very interesting uh, paragraph. In 2017, every prominent economic forecasting entity was shouting from the rooftops about synchronized global growth. This was a reference to the fact that not only were certain economies growing, but they were all growing at the same time. Chinese GDP growth had come down, but was still substantial. It's almost 7%. Uh, U.S. GDP growth was posting solid gains at 3% in the second quarter of 2017 and just below 3% in the third quarter. Uh, he goes on to say Japan and a few others were not growing quite as quickly as the U.S. and China, but still in that positive fade, all accelerating from that previous low level that they were at. And synchronization was a very big part of that story. Now, as we talked about the differences between the mentality of the early 2000s versus now and what happens to kind of segregate those two potential uh, situations, one of which already occurred, not potential, and the potential of a recession, there is a very significant difference in the outlook for 2019. Continuing on with these analysts, um, including Jim Rickards, he is just basically saying that to deny the inevitability that gold price goes higher because that synchronization, synchronization breaks down, not in the U.S., not here in our country in Canada, but the world over, globally, of all the big countries, to deny the possibility that gold could potentially be the greatest safe haven asset known to man at that time is to deny your right to protect your wealth. And that's a crucial difference between the mentality of saying, I'm going to buy a few ounces of gold because I'm speculating and, you know, let's, let's ride the wave. It's a big wave, you know, that took us up to 2011. This time around, big difference. And that's what these uh, outlooks are suggesting. Yeah, and before we get to some of those, you know, if you're looking to acquire physical precious metals with Guildhall, there's several ways that you can do that. The first way is, and if you've never acquired precious metals before, is to simply put some in your hand. Things change when you have a physical commodity in your hand and you realize that this is commodity money. It has nothing to do with paper. It's not like a stock. It's, it's a very different type of investment in that regard. And so we believe, listen, give us a call, make an appointment, come to the office, or go online to guildhallpreciousmetals.com and pick up some physical precious metals, something like some silver maples, one-ounce silver maples, maybe 10-ounce silver bars, or you can even do the one-ounce gold bars. Once you've acquired a certain amount of metal, you might be more, you know, 
building up that portfolio, you could look to something like the depository where, where the product is fully secured and insured, and you keep you get to keep the liquidity in terms of being able to buy and sell on a phone call like you would a stock, so the, the liquidity is, is similar there. And then, of course, it, we are moving into the RSP time, Darren, and for those that want to hold physical product in their RSP, in other words, you don't want to be an unsecured creditor with a bank. You don't want to have um, an ETF. You don't want to have a certificate. You don't want to have um, some sort of pool account in your RSP. You can have your own physical product in your RSP fully allocated to you, fully segregated product. You can go and visit it at the vault. Everything is IROC approved. Everything is fully insured. Give us a call. We're more than happy to discuss that with you. So this is a great time um, in the market in general, to be investing in precious metals where you can get exactly what you want. Now, E.B. Tucker, director of Metella Royalty, was interviewed on Kitco. And this is, we're getting into the Kitco interviews here. They did a whole bunch uh, in December. And he said, quote, the new bull go- cycle, the new bull cycle of gold could push the metal up to $1,500 and could reach 1900 beyond that. So we know that once the once the bull market gets going, that uh, things could heat up very quickly in the market. Now, equally, Todd Bubba Horowitz, chief market strategist of BubbaTrading.com, was also interviewed like on Kitco, and he sees silver going up to near twenty dollars in two thousand nineteen. Now, that's amazing because I've been talking to my clients about that, mentioning the fact that if silver were to go to twenty or even just over twenty, that's an over thirty percent gain in silver. And we have seen those type of numbers before. It might come as a surprise to many listeners that in 2016, silver was up at one point during the year 45%, and we only just cracked over 20. So we continue to be in this consolidated period in silver, but watch out when that breakout happens. It's going to be tough to catch this market. Well, the number to call, one eight seven seven eight silver guildhallwealth.com is a website. There is something to be said for uh, being prepared, Jeremy. And as those deadlines approach, especially for the registered accounts in the new year here, you're getting among the last few weeks to contribute as your glass of coffee rings in my ears. I love it. Coffee's good. I'm going to tell people about that in a minute. But anyways, the last opportunity you get to contribute to your RSPs. And that is going to quickly approach and we are going to see people struggle. A reminder for those that are getting their Uh, paperwork together that are interested in knowing more about this or that are on route to getting it completed, there is a timeline that you go through when you are opening up a new account and getting something into a registered account, be it here, be it at any other institution. Our partner is Quest Trade. We work very, very fast, but the ultimate pressure is on you as an investor. You have to get that completed. You have to get yourself in here and get that done and do it before there's a deadline because it will take some days to get going. Now, Jeremy, if we were talking about, let's say, this being 2010, would you and I have not been sitting here saying, begging people, please take advantage of these undervalued prices? I'm not getting the same sense that we're doing a good enough job of actually getting people excited about the markets. Tell me just from a personal standpoint, what's happening with your client base? Share that experience with people. Are people coming to our firm right now with your clients and are they getting excited about what the potential future of our economy is? Are they not excited? Are they in a fear mode? Are they concerned about their wealth or is it like a mishmash of everything? I I had a, a, a large client last week, um, 
perfect example. They just said, look, where are we supposed to put money? We're, we're scared to put it into the stock market. We've, we have real estate, and at this point in the market, we're, we're uh, scared to put it into real estate at this point. So that's, that's limiting the, the possibilities. Now, let's just think about that for a second. Interest rates go down. It's easy to get um, the, the market in real estate moving because people can borrow more and push prices up. But there's a limit to that as well. Okay, hold on. I'm not interrupting you. We've got a break for just a minute, but I want you to explain to folks what that limit is. The number to call, one eight seven seven eight silver guildhallwealth.com is the website. When we come back, not only will we uh, talk a little more about those registered accounts and, and those limitations, we'll also talk about our depository and why storage at the depository is a good thing and effectively why our depository is world-class. We're going to touch on some colored diamonds this week, and we're going to talk more about this synchronization or lack thereof in this global economy and its impact on gold and silver. That and much, much more on The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. You are listening on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management, the number one eight seven seven eight silver or the website, guildhallwealth.com. There you can get yourself a free investor package. In the segment before this, we were talking about registered accounts. Go there. There's a section on registered accounts, the types that you can use, and also much, much more on the e-store and the depository, which we're going to talk about. But first, limitations. We're talking about real estate. Share the conclusion of that thought, Jeremy, with us. Yeah, Darren, I was saying that um, we were just talking about some of the reasons why um, clients are coming to precious metals and coming to Guildhall right now. And and part of it is the idea that we've had low interest rates for a long time. It means that uh, being able to earn a yield has uh, been difficult. So there's been a search for yield, which is easy when the stock market's rising and real estate prices are rising. And now that interest rates have been rising themselves, um, it's becoming increasingly difficult to get that yield. But hopefully people have made money over the last um, decade and they're really looking for wealth protection. It comes down to the I don't knows. There's a lot of questions out there. There's a lot of we don't know what could happen. And so it's important to have some sort of defensive aspect in this portfolio. At the same time, Darren, look, we know that the metals are undervalued. There is an incredible opportunity here when the cycle is changing. And we know that markets move in cycles. And the, and the biggest opportunity is for those that, that don't forget what is actually happening. See, there's a lot of people who love the stock market and believe that it's going to keep rising and rising and rising forever. And that's fine. They will not have the opportunity that others are going to have searching for value at this point in time. We believe that value is in the gold and silver market right now. Speaking of which, let's spend another couple of seconds here talking more about what the outlook is for 2019. We have mentioned a number of analysts. We saved a couple of the big boys for last, and uh, you left off at Eric Norland. Let's head over to him. He is the senior economist at the CME. That's the Chicago Mercantile Exchange. He was interviewed recently, and I quote, said in that interview, if we see some upside pressure on inflation, that could be extremely bullish for gold. Imagine that. Somebody says, if we see some upside inflation. Now, as listeners to this show, you may or may not know, having listened long enough, that we are huge proponents of the notion that inflation is everywhere, that it is inevitably going to take over, and that as that money flows out to the public, all of that printed money is going to force inflation much, much higher. 
There's a bad side to that. Of course, it, it puts pressure on living conditions. It every, makes everything more expensive. But if we protect ourselves the right way using assets like gold and silver, historically, we have been rewarded for that. So why not be out in front? I like what Eric Norlin is saying. You got another one, Jeremy, J.P. Morgan. None other than J.P. Morgan, another big, big one out there, um, mentioning that if Fed easing builds and they end up having to reverse course and start and start lowering interest rates, and remember, they haven't really raised them that high. They don't have that many bullets to lower them that much. Right. It's not like they're lowering from 6% down to zero. It's 25 well, down wanna, to zero. They just don't want to admit weakness, though. That's the key. But if they were at... At a in a situation where they were to start easing, they said expect gold to benefit. Now they don't say how high. You can read the articles and see what they think, but uh, definitely they're saying, look, it, it it's there. It's a hedge. Speaking of hedge, Darren, the, the last That's what they're doing. BlackRock mentioned on on Bloomberg. Bloomberg BlackRock money manager said this week, precious metals offer an effective hedge. That's not us, folks. Although we believe that. That is coming effectively from the outside world. And uh, in terms of what that interview entailed, uh, BlackRock say gold will be a valuable portfolio hedge in 2019. Uh, A BlackRock fund manager uh, whose name escapes me, but the quote doesn't. He said, we're experiencing a slowdown. And it's a very similar quote to what other analysts share. And in addition to that, BlackRock is also saying gold has had a very consistent record of helping mitigate equity risk when volatility is rising. So if, in other words, you're staying on that stock market wave and you believe there could be a second coming or an extra wind, why not have a policy of insurance, have something to offset that risk? And as again, so many analysts have said over the past few weeks and coming into 2019, gold offers that option, as does silver. We believe even to a certain extent that silver is much more of a better option, but again, different markets. They're both going to go higher. That's what we believe, and that's what analysts are predicting. Uh, But again, we have to be concerned that there is a problem out there. Now, that being said, we promised people we were going to talk about depository. Before we do that, there is a problem right now in the U.S., Okay. Just one? <laughs> Heck of a lot of problems. I mean, this is this whole idea and concept of synchronization and the desynchronization of the global economy. It's led by the U.S. Um, make no mistake about it. There is a problem out there. As we were taping this show, I'm watching my phone. I have a feed here with all my live feed and news coming across tickers. Fitch Rating Company is going mental, posting a ton of information, which they never do. I never see this stuff come up. And all of a sudden, there's 20, 30 posts, as I'm taping the show with you here on Thursday, about the worry Fitch has regarding the U.S.'s inability to get their you-know-what, their proverbial you-know-what together. And that lack of consistency in their ability to get through all of this and have some direction going forward means Fitch is threatening basically to cut the U.S. credit rating as their debt ceiling battle looms. And this is not a good thing. This brings up a huge concern. And before we go to storage, let's address this issue because this is happening right now as we speak. Well, listen, the Fitch Fitch is looking to downgrade. I, it, I'm not sure what this is, what where this is going. If this is like some sort of um, leak through, and there's some sort of partnership, they're trying to pressure them to get uh, the get the shutdown uh, fixed. But look, at the end of the day, you know that the U.S. is riddled with problems. It's starting to look like a 12th century sort of issue of the king trying to get things through and there's going to be taxes. And look, they've run out of money. 
What else is there to say? The U.S. has run out of money. And when you've run out of paper money that you've printed from a machine, you're going to have to come up with some sort of physical asset to get your other assets out of trouble, pardon the pun there. And you're going to have to get something, do something to get out of trouble. Is it going to be a war? Is it going to be tax people like crazy to raise the, raise the treasury? They are doing that already if you look at the tariffs. It's a, ta it's a tax on Americans, not on, not on the Chinese, and the money is going directly into the treasury. So they're finding a, a, a loophole there. At the end of the day, look, the stock markets can only rise forever. Interest rates can only be low forever. You can only print so much money forever. And if you believe it can go on forever, great. Keep doing what you're doing. If you, do, if you believe that there is a finality to that, that things can only go move so far before they move in the other direction, then you need to figure out a way to hedge against that. And one of the ways to do that is a physical hard asset. Now, gold and silver have been that way for thousands of years. You know, you, you throw a, an, an ounce of gold into the ground 5,000 years later, dig it up. It's still the same thing. It has not degraded at all. You know, you don't see people jumping into jumping into cold, frigid waters to dig up paper. You know, they're doing it to get doubloons and uh, silver that perhaps from Spanish ships. So there is there is a, 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 a solid history when it comes to precious metals. One eight seven seven eight silver is a number to call. Guildhallwealth.com is the website. And speaking of that topic, Jeremy, we would be remiss if both of us didn't include in this discussion the idea of natural fancy colored diamond ownership. Not for everyone. We know this. Small percentage of people own these kinds of assets. But the people who do own them are very astute. They're very forward thinking in their wealth. They do love protection and the same kind of fundamentals that push and drive gold and silver push the pricing in natural fancy colored diamonds. And if we were to discuss wealth here in an open forum, uh, again, not as planners or advisors, we would include in that discussion every single time the ownership of a natural fancy colored diamond because its history, like gold and silver, has been extremely impressive. High quality natural fancy colored diamonds is pure concentrated wealth. It is also commodity money in many respects. So for those who are looking to protect wealth long term, could do very well by looking into the natural fancy color diamond market and looking for something that is very strong in color and um, also really high quality. And this is something that can become generational wealth. Um, the idea here being that we've seen incredible gains in natural fancy color diamonds, a market, by the way, that does not have uh, leverage in it. All of the other things that we've been discussing, especially the stock market and all of these type of things have a lot of leverage in it. What moves prices in, in natural fancy colored diamonds is not leverage. It's a non-leveraged market. So the gains that you're seeing are solid. It's part of the reason why there's very, very little, if any, volatility when it comes to natural fancy colored diamonds. So if you're looking for long-term wealth protection and wealth gain, Definitely consider a natural fancy color diamond, and we have a guide for those who might be interested in learning a little bit more about natural fancy color diamonds. So just give us a call, and we'll get that off to you right away. One eight seven seven eight Silver Guildhallwealth.com is a great way to start your journey in natural fancy color diamonds. There you will see many images of the fantastic collection that we currently have available for you 
to purchase and own yourselves. And we would be glad to help you along that journey. Uh, come in, see, sit down, make an appointment, find out about other options for your wealth and what might be a good future opportunity for you and your family. In addition to that, when we come back in the last segment, we are going to get to the depository. Now that you've decided you're going to make a purchase of gold or silver, perhaps both, where do you store it? Why do you store it? What are the benefits of storage? Let's talk about that and why it's so important to understand in this day and age the necessity to have safe, secure segregated allocated bullion in a proper vaulting facility we offer that at guildhall wealth management we're going to talk about that when we come back and remember those that are approaching the deadline for rsp contributions and looking to put bullion into their registered accounts we are still offering the one gram of free gold for every five thousand us that you put into those accounts we'd love to have you come in and speak about that with us these are self-directed uh, opportunities that go into a partner account with quest trade and this is physical bullion it is allocated and stored in that very facility we're going to discuss when we come back a great option for you if you want it in a tf FSA, RSP, or other types of registered accounts. That and much, much more. You are listening to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to the final segment of The Real Money Show and this week with Guildhall Wealth Management. We're happy to have you aboard. And once again, if you've just tuned in, this is a little bit about the outlook of 2019. We've discussed a few opinions, different analysts and their take on where the market is heading. We've talked about some of the bigger analysts in JP Morgan and BlackRock and uh, others from uh, Bloomberg reports and analysis that we've read through over the last couple of weeks. We've talked about some smaller uh, analysis and in, in analysts that we have talked with, Keith Newmeyer being uh, one of note that's been on this very show. All of them and what positive. their thought is, and they've been positive. And again, we've acknowledged that there are analysts out there that are protecting the status quo that doesn't exist uh, outside of our realm. We acknowledge that there's not everybody that and, agrees. But the problem with that, well, if you want to, if you that, want that opinion, just go watch CNBC. Right. <laughs> the idea yeah, is the problem with that is that you, you want you a don't different get the opinion. Full story. If you don't want the full story, folks, if you don't want to know what's really happening behind the headlines. Go ahead and turn on your TV to any of the various news media outlets that discuss markets, and you'll get one-sided story, which is that this is just a little break. Markets are going much, much higher. We talked about another important topic, and that is, and we led into it with Mark Carney, Mark Carney and now the head of the Bank of England, talking about the possibility of a change in reserve currency status to the Chinese renminbi. But again, this is on the larger topic that countries are still, in this 2019, despite what some analysts are saying in all those headlines, they're adding to the reserves. China being the latest among many to add to their gold reserves, the first time they've done so since late or last quarter of 2016. And this is significant. Why are you doing it? What is the push? What is the impetus to drive you to add uh, what many people call relic that's, you know, you can't live in, that you can't eat that has no real meaning and jerry uh who also is in our office this week we were talking about in between segments here as we were taping the show uh, about the importance of understanding uh, the reasons for storage well this ties into this whole uh summary of sorts because one of the complaints that people have and this comes down to talking about planners and advisors and banks and we've had it throughout my entire time 14 years i've been at this firm is that 
gold and silver lack liquidity. That's a myth. They're bulk. They're bulky. That they that they can't be sold quickly. Why would you want to hold something that you have to get in the car and go drive somewhere and then take it to be sold? Well, that's so all. All all things uh, have reasonable explanations. This is one of the biggest myths, though, that it doesn't have liquidity. But st- storing your product at home in your backyard or safety deposit box doesn't mean it's not liquid. Right. Right. What 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 we're talking about here is a, a strict comparison between you know like a stock cell selling an ETF, which you can do basically with a, a click of a button or a phone call to a broker. Um, we can do that as well with the depository. But what, what we are saying is that, look, if you bring precious metals back to Guildhall, you get a check right away. That's, that's incredibly liquid, right? And not only that, but you can sell that anywhere around the globe. Darren, I might not like your religion, but I'll like your gold, right? That's kind of one of those things that gold is is a universal asset in that regard. So it is very liquid. But on the note of having it in a safety deposit box, what I do like about that sort of thing is if anyone believes in having some cash around, should believe in having some physical precious metal around. Because if you think of cash as something, oh, I want to have it just in case, well, you should definitely have some precious metals just in case. And if you have to go to that safety deposit box to get those precious metals and have to sell those, those are desperate times. You know, those are for people living in Turkey, living in Venezuela, living in Argentina. You know, these are the type of places where, oh my gosh, if I have to go to the vault to grab that or go to my safety deposit box, that's something. Now, what we're talking about is, okay, we're beyond just having a little bit of cash uh, on hand, a little bit of precious metals on hand. What we're now comparing is having a, a larger sum of precious metals stored in a vault. And what's the liquidity like on that? Well, listen, liquidity is excellent. It's a phone call away. And like you said, in terms of getting paid for your holdings, what you have, if you need to go back to cash for any reason, it's a phone call. And choosing the right depository in and of itself is so important, but yet so few people understand why, Jeremy. And and again, this all ties in with why we use a depository. Yeah, some of the basic mistakes that, that people make in, in this regard is is the biggest is they're talking about physical and stored. But we're not talking about a pool account where you might share your product with a whole bunch of other people. And we're not talking about an unallocated, unallocated account, which means that you are uh, an unsecured creditor of whoever's holding that product on your behalf. We're talking about physically allocated physically segregated product where you have full access to your product, which means you are not an unsecured creditor. That product is yours. It can't be mixed, can't be mingled, it can't be leased, it can't be lent, it can't be rehypothecated. It is yours 100% unequivocally, no questions asked. one silver guildhallwealth.com is the website to go to to find out a little more about that. But let's take that a step further. For those that are debating whether or not it would be a good idea to insure your product, to have that liquidity, not only is this about wealth protection, it's also about the opportunity. And as we were reminded and continually get reminded, we talk so much about insurance and safe haven and reasons for long-term ownership. But it's also the same kind of thing that happened in that big wave of price change from 2002 to 2011. 
it's going to hit gold and silver again at some point. And it means the price of silver. And imagine this. Let's just say we use a 1,000-ounce example. person comes in and, and they want to own and pick up 10 100-ounce Royal Canadian Mint silver bars. And now they're saying, what do I do with it? Do I take it home? Well, you've addressed that. That's up to them, their choice. But if they put it into storage and over the next five years, let's talk about that, right? Because there's sure. a cost involved and, and we want to be certain that you understand the ins and outs. Putting it in depository means, A, you're going to get the exact same product when we sell or when you take it out that you put in. You're going to get your serial numbers. It's going to be there for you to view and you can audit the product from anywhere in the world. You can go to the vault and, and set up an appointment to view your product. You can take it out and close out the accounts anytime you want to make an additional uh, purchase or if you would like to liquidate or sell during regular business hours, you can do that. Just give us a call and we'll do it for you. In addition to that, you have to think about the wave of opportunity that is hitting the market now. Now, as the market turns and gold and silver go higher, listen to what happens to a 1,000 ounces of silver. It goes from just back to where the previous high of 2011 is. Let's not even speculate that it can go higher. It goes from 1565 where it is now up to $50, a move of just a little over 200%. Let's say it takes five years to do that. We don't think it'll take that long. But let's just say it did. Let's play that out. So I'm going to lose 1.25% per year on a normal average investment in storage cost. 6.25%? Right? 6.25% I lose. You're paying way more than that on your mutual funds. Right. So I paid, I paid overall over five years 6.25% to store that metal there at that vaulting facility. And for good reason. I've got liquidity. I've got my bars. I've got everything there in safety. Now, if the price goes to $50 an ounce and we take that 6.25% off that total gain, I'm still managing to get a net gain of near 40% return with a price move of silver from 1560 up to $50 an ounce. And that's just going back to where 2011 put us. So imagine 40% per year, per year, 40% per year. And let that resonate, folks. What in your portfolio that you own or that you've invested in that you haven't that you haven't bought on a whim or a speculation that you have no idea about. It's not a penny stock. This is a blue chipper. This is the best of the best, something that's been around for thousands of years. What has made that kind of return? This is the potential of silver. Gold has the exact same potential, and being in that depository is important. Call one eight seven seven eight silver We'll be happy to include that in the information package we send out to you on this potential purchase. In addition to that, go to the website. There you can learn more about it, and we have a handout that comes in the packages that's called Choosing the Right Depository. Jeremy, you're very uh, influential in developing this particular document. You have a very, very close attachment to the depository. Yeah, well, listen, we were there, Darren. We walked through it together before they closed it and did the final fire inspection. So we know this vault inside and out, and we know who, you know, all the ways it works and, and everything like that. It's an incredible facility. I think the idea of having your product stored where it, you have access to your product, can take delivery anytime, there's no obligation. And the, the key here, as you said, Darren, you see a 200% gain in silver, which is not a big number in, in when we look at the overall picture here. Um, you know, storing it at home might not be the most convenient thing to do. And also when it comes time to sell, you want to just pick up that phone. You don't want to carry, you know, what could potentially be 60 pounds, 100 pounds of product back to Guildhall and then get your get your check. 
So think, consider the depository, give us a call, get the, the brochure on the depository, as well as our um, storage requirements that was set out by Jim Sinclair and how we meet every single one of those requirements. Now, for anyone who wants to open a depository account, uh, we do have a promotion right now that we will offer three months free storage so that you can open the account, have the product delivered, go visit the product so you get a sense of the depository. And if you're uncomfortable with what you see or you're not fully happy, take the product with you that day. But if you do like what you see and you like the facility, you, you now have a sense of it, you know, just how when people put their product in their hand for the first time when they visit us at Guildhall and it, there's just some sort of magic light switch that, that turns on, you'll, you'll see what this is all about and why we get so excited about it too. So for anyone who wants to open a depository account, this is for 500 ounces of silver plus, you're going to get three months free storage. One eight seven seven eight silver guildhallwealth.com is the website. Remember, for every five thousand US you put into a registered account, we're giving one gram of gold free to you as a thank you for coming aboard. Up to ten grams available for you there. In addition, we'll do that inside the allocated financing accounts and uh, paradigm and studs with any diamond acquisition that's still on board while we have the supply available. So if you're thinking of getting a natural fancy colored diamond, adding that to your portfolio, we'd be happy to also throw in a pair of diamond studs as something that you can use all the time as opposed to maybe putting away that colored diamond that you want to see put into safe storage. Now, next week's show, we have a lot to bring into the fold. As 2019 opens up and we start to develop these following uh, and follow these bombshells that are getting dropped all over the place about the world economy, we're going to follow that theme of desynchronization. We're also going to be looking at debt and the accumulation of debt that has occurred is now unwinding. And folks, we're going to tell you more about what has happened and transpired and why it relates so closely to gold and silver. So we want to thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to listen to The Real Money Show today with Guildhall Wealth Management. We look forward to helping you out. And if you'd like to get in, one eight seven seven eight silver guildhallwealthcom You have been listening to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. I am reminding you, take care of those that are less fortunate, especially as the weather gets cold. Help them out. And you've been listening today on Global News Radio 640 Toronto.